Hey guys, it's Gable. Um, you're listening to Break From BS. Uh, no Dave this week, but I will be filling in by myself, I guess. I'll just do double the work, I suppose. Um, I will be covering the first four uh, aired matches for the Road to Duntaku, Road to Wrestling Duntaku Tour. Um, that includes the 420 show, the 422, 423, and 424 show. Um, before we start off, I wanted to remind you guys, if any of you listen to Ring of Honor or MLW Fusion, um, I will be doing a weekly sh- show by myself, without Dave, of course, um, covering the weekly MLW Fusion TV show and the weekly ring of honor tv show as well um that'll just be on one show called ring of fusion then i also have next impact uh another show i'm doing by myself that's going to cover nxt and impact wrestling's weekly program um but yeah starting off with uh new japan the 420 show we have first match of the night we have ren narita uh, Shota Umino defeating Yoda Suji and Yuya Yamura. Um, yeah, so that was the uh, Young Lions tag team match that generally leads off most of these shows here just to get the crowd warmed up. Um, and also you get these Young Lion guys some experiences on some big, uh, some big stages. Um, so I knew three of them. I knew Tsuji, I knew Yumino, I, I, I even knew Narita. Obviously, Narita's getting a lot of uh, hype lately with his big bridge suplex and the other stuff he does. But um, yeah, the other the other guy, Yuya Yamura, I was not too familiar with. He kind of has like a, <laughs> a Bruce Lee type look to him. Maybe it's just a haircut, but I see Bruce Lee when I look at the guy. Um, Throughout the night, I will just be reminding you that Okada is Rocky's best friend just because uh, if I have to hear it throughout the entire show, then you guys have to hear it throughout the entire fucking review. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, this match really didn't have too much stuff going on. Um, The Asian Bruce Lee guy does a double underhook suplex with a false finish. See what I did there? Bruce Lee's already Asian, so... Like a, it's like a hat on hat type thing um, yeah and then we get a great belly to belly suplex by Red Narita into the pin for the win um, so that's all for that uh, next up we got Suzuki Yoon uh, members uh, Minoru Suzuki Taka Michinoru uh, Michinoku I'm, I'm sorry uh, El Desperado uh, Yushinobu Kanamaru and Taichi Going up against Jushin Thunder Liger, uh, Satoshi Kujima, Tawa Hanare, Yuji Nagata, and Tomeko uh, Hanma. Um, so this started off with your traditional Suzuki Goon jumpstart. Um, Suzuki, Suzuki and Jushin get get at it, um, getting at it. Ugh. Suzuki and Jushin. Oh my god, guys. Oh my god, this is what happens when I don't have Dave here. Um, 
Suzuki and Jushin uh, going at it really got me excited for a feud. Uh, they really seemed to steal the show during this match. I really didn't care about any of the other feuds going on except for Suzuki and Jushin Thunder Liger going at one another. Um, we get an attempted unmasking of Jushin Thunder Liger by Desperado. Uh, that's another thing that's going to be probably happening a lot throughout this tour, which I'm, I believe I'm accurate on. Uh, I'll remember when I get to my notes. But, uh, yeah, Desperado likes to unmask people, and you see it all the time. Which, I mean, he's a heel, and he's a masked heel, so that, that everyone's rooting for the... Uh, everyone's excited for a, ma- a mask, yeah, mask versus mask match that uh, would be cool. Who, who was it? Bushi. Still waiting for that Bushi one with him. Um, I'm ready for Nare to have a, get going with a feud and maybe him like getting a pin on Taichi would be real cool to get a feud going with Taichi that way you can use Taichi as a stepping stone uh, to get Nare a little bit of a push gun behind him uh, Okada is Rocky's best friend just a reminder in case you forgot then not much else for this match but uh, it finishes with Hanare tapping out, um, so that'll kind of make it harder to push the guy. Because I mean, anytime you have someone tapping, it kind of makes them look weak that they're giving up so easily. Even though, I mean, fuck if, if you're selling these moves hard, these moves, these submissions well enough, then it, I guess, it really shouldn't matter. But um, yeah, so like I said, Liger and Suzuki really stole the spotlight for me on that one. I'm excited to see more of them feuding going forward. Uh, next up, we have Dragon Lee, Toru Yano, and Togi Makabe going up against Bullet Club members Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, and Taji Ishimori. Uh, Jado also assisting them out there. Cool. Get a save after this. Uh, Dragon Lee has a little trouble removing his shirt. Um, that got a bit of a laugh from the crowd. Um, yeah, he just, I, it was like caught on his belt or something, and he, he just cannot get that thing off. Or maybe his muscles are just too fucking big. <coughs> I mean, the guy is fucking ripped. Um, yeah, but no one... He, Dragon Lee's a CMLL guy. Someone needs to warn him that... That master heater down there, Giotto, has that kendo stick waiting. And uh, Dragon Lee fell victim to that early on. Um, excuse me. Um, Ishimori had a really sick sliding suplex on Dragon. Uh, Tomatonga is... Dude, Tomatonga, like, just anytime I'm watching it, I'm like, this dude is a phenomenal athlete. That he, he can stop on a dime, change which way he's running... Um, like he's just he's he's able to get around real like real agile like. Um, I I, I want to see a, a singles run from this guy. I mean, like, sign me up for Okada versus Tama Tonga. I don't care what anyone else says. Uh, I know it probably would piss off a lot of people, but I'm a ton- a big Tama Tonga fan, so I would not be uh, disappointed with that. Uh, Yano is almost non-existent in this match. Like I, I forgot Yano was even here until he showed up for like a brief moment. Um, Okada is Rocky's best friend. Just another reminder in case you guys forgot. 
double clothesline by Makabe on the G.O.D. Puts Yano right there to get a uh, unexpected roll-up for the pin. Um, the pin win. The, the win pin. Um, it, it sounds from the way the announcers are, are talking about Makabe and Yano, though, that we're going to get a, uh, a Yano Makabe title shot coming up here. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to take a quick pause and I'll be right back. Alright guys, I'm back. Um, So let's see where we left off at. Of course, as soon as I re-pull up my notes, they get all shifted on me. Some shifty notes here. Um... Yeah, okay, so up next we got Mikey Nichols defeating Chase Owens. Um, let's see, before the match even starts, you got Jado getting Nichols before uh, before he even gets into the ring. Um, Okada is Rocky's best friend. Just wanted, that needs to be very clear, just so you guys all know that. Uh, Owens hits his head hard on a DDT, and I notice... Throughout the rest of the match, we got him grabbing his head a lot. But, I mean, maybe that was just part of him selling it. But it made me think it was it was real. Um, so that was either good work or unfortunate. <laughs> uh, one of the two things. Chase hits a super kick and is about to wrap it up when Mikey reverses with a Mikey bomb. Chase looks like he's like good to kick out like he didn't really look dazed to me he looked like someone told him like hey lay here for a second um he looks like he's good to kick out but then didn't yeah he didn't really like i said he didn't really sell it that much to me and it felt like this match could have kept going but got the three count there and that was the end of it so maybe that that head injury did come into effect to shorten the match or maybe i'm just fucking stupid i mean i don't fucking know i'm not a professional i'm just a fan here i'm just a fan and telling you what i saw um up next we got ryuzuke taguchi and haruki goto going up against bullet club members jay white and hikaleo hikaleo um you also have gato uh, assisting in in the ring here Jay White tags out before even starting. That was a nice heel move there. Hikaleo, uh, I, I noted here, Hikaleo is a giant. I, he's he's newer to me, so anytime I see the guy in the ring, I'm like, holy fuck, he's tall. Um, he has a very similar. Who the fuck was it? I? I should have wrote this down, but like anytime I see him, I I, I I think for a second he looks like. Oh, he has like a punishment Martinez stature to him. Um, where the fuck's that guy been? NXT somewhere. The performance center. Hopefully when he comes back, he, he, he's he got a good new look to him. I, I, I heard they changed his name, but I'm starting to get off the path here. So I'm going to go back to the match. Um, White tags in while Goto is down. And Goto fights off both uh, both White and uh, Hikaleo at the same time. Um, if you're uh, someone who likes to root for the faces who are uh, in an underdog position, this was great stuff because he's able to hold his own against these two. Um, I, I really like this moment, this spot here. Um, speaking of, let's see, oh, the one of the announcers brought up Haiku, Haku, and I just saw Haku on a fucking pizza commercial, a Domino's pizza commercial. 
it wasn't a new commercial it was an old commercial that was circling its way around the internet but nonetheless it, it's i i've never i didn't watch wrestling then so it's i've only seen the guy in this this new japan like very violent character that he plays and just seeing him in a pizza commercial with goldberg was kind of funny um okada is rocky's best friend hikaleo rex taguchi this time um or wait hikaleo rex taguchi this whole match but goto steps up and shows him what's up with a big clothesline uh yushigoroshi on white to repeat uh and uh he repeats the move onto Hikaleo, and then he finishes Hikaleo with a additional uh, finisher, which was his GTR. Um, yeah, another good match there. Uh, up next, we got Lij Los Ingobernables de Japón. Uh, members Tetsu Naito, Shingo Takagi, uh, Sonata, Evil, and Bushi. Uh, they went up against Chaos members Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, Yoshihashi, Sho, and Yo. Um, Evil and Ishii are really going at one another, getting really physical in this match. Another match that they're they're they they tease that a lot in this tour, um, where when these two guys get in the ring, they're just obliterating one another, and it's fucking fun to watch. These guys are. Are really roughhousing with one another. Really roughhousing. Um, I love the combination by Naito, but Dragon Lee did it already earlier on. Um, not I. I'm not really bothered by this, but like, I definitely when I see it, I'm like, hey, someone else just did this earlier. Um, I know Naito does it all the time, but maybe if there's another guy who's doing it in the show earlier, you could hold off or. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about this. Maybe it's not a big deal. I might be I might be thinking about it too much. This is this is where I really need Dave's input. Um where are we at here? Was my my fucking spot. This is what happens when you get that shifty ass notes page going. What the fuck match am I oh um yeah. So Okada's Rocky's best friend. Uh, we get a strong exchange of lariats that lead to show taking down Shingo with a spear. Uh, that was a good, uh, some good back and forth in the ring with those two. That's another feud they've been teasing a lot on this tour um, that I'm also anticipating. <sighs> All right, Okada. There's a cool spot here where Okada is able to take down both Evil and Sonata at the same time. Well, not the same time, but he he holds his own in the ring as well. like uh, Kind of like how Goto did in the last match. Um, also, uh, he's Rocky's best friend, so let's not forget that. Poor Naito gets stuck in a 4-on-1 situation in the middle of the ring. Um... This leads to everyone exchanging some kicks, and then you get Yoshihashi giving getting a below average false finish on. I I, I did not write down who. I do not remember. My apologies. Uh, Lij then goes at at it together against Yoshihashi and gets a better false finish as well as a Destino to finish for real though. Uh, yeah, so take that in. 
Let's see. Next up, we got Bad Luck Foley challenging for the U.S. title against Juice Robinson. Foley gives for the count out early on. We get reminded by the commentators. Thank God they did this because I would not have remembered it. Um, that the titles can, in fact, change hands by count out. So that kind of uh, helps writing-wise or match layout-wise. I've never been a fan of the idea that like DQs like that will will make a make a title change not happen or a count out or whatever the fuck. Like if you win, you win, and if you cheat to win, then you should fucking lose anyway. So that's dumb. Mm, there's a rough spot where Juice is body slammed onto a group of chairs by Foley. It was probably. Just as painful for Juice as it was for me to watch it. Definitely gave me a little bit of a cringe thinking thinking that had to hurt. Had to hurt. Uh, Foley really working Juice's back throughout the match. You kinda, uh, the, the announcers brought up that there was some, some uh, chit-chat between Foley and uh, Juice. Some smack talk where, uh, what was it? Juice says that he is going to. It said that he was going to body slam Fale, and Fale said, "Good luck doing that with a broken back." So this eventually leads to some payoff, which I'll get to in a second. But before that, we have uh, a really, a really good. Um, uh, oh no, I'm getting ahead of myself. My bad, guys. My bad. Um, Foley really worked Juice's back throughout this entire match. Um, yeah, it wasn't ahead. Whatever. Um, there's some good continuity on this, though, with Juice's cannonball, uh, attempt goes through, but he's not able to complete the pin afterwards because his back's in too much pain. Um, so you, at this point, if you're in the audience or you're watching this, you, you know that Juice's back is fucked up. Um, so anything he does with that impressive um the, the crowd the crowd was not where it needed to be during this match i thought this was a really good match i had a lot of fun with this match the crowd was just like maybe it's just new japan crowds i don't know i mean they yeah let's see there is payoff for them teasing foley getting body slammed um, when, yeah, he finally gets body slammed and then Juice follows up with a pulp friction and pins Fale for the win. So, like I said, really good match. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not really surprised with the result. I didn't think they were going to take it off Juice, especially not for Fale yet. Um, they did build up for this, this, this match pretty well, but not well enough for me to think that they were going anywhere with the title. Although they've... Definitely surprised me before, so this is just the direction I'm swaying in. I mean, I guess they can't surprise you every time, because if they surprise you every time, then you're always going to be expecting the the opposite of what you're expecting, and yeah. So I'm not complaining. I'm not bitching here. Um, let's see. Last match of the night, uh, we have Abushi going up. Uh, we got Zack Saber Jr. challenging Abushi for the. What, what was that? The the Intercontinental title? Some shit like that. I almost forget this is even a title. Because Naito was hiding it for so long. But here we go. 
Um, starting out, they both seem to have uh, seem to be pretty evenly matched. Later, uh, the match works its way outside the ring. Zack Saber Jr. hops up on Coda over the barrier and locks his uh, his neck up and his legs, dragging him over the rail. Uh, it becomes apparent that Abushi's neck is is uh, the target for Zack throughout this match. Uh, pretty early on, Abushi really lacking in offense at this point and need, uh, at this point and needs to get something going on for himself. Zack puts a lot of pressure on the back of Abushi with a one leg Boston Crab breaks it by grabbing onto the rope. Kota Abushi works in a desperate works in a dr- works in a desperate drop kick looking to turn around the momentum and it works out with Kota doing several more flippy ship type spots that Jim Cornette would fucking hate um, which lead to Zack throwing up knees to block and then locking in an arm bar. Zack Sabre Jr. getting really creative with a hold where he uses a leg to pull back Ibushi's arms into a butterfly position and simultaneously pulls on the neck that was being worked on earlier. Uh, we then get a rope break. So that was, yeah, that was a really, really, um, I mentioned the rope break because there was definitely a lot of tension building, uh, whether or not he was going to tap. So this was a, uh, pretty, pretty heated spot there. Um, Ibushi is getting pissed at Zach's kicks and slaps. Um, this, this kind of puts him in one of his like catatonic stares where he then just loses his shit and gets angry and then gets to the point where, um, He's, he's throwing his slaps and kicks back and the refs pulling him away and um, you just want to keep seeing Zach get his ass beat um, let's see then we we progress a little in the match the Zach driver beats up Ibushi's neck even more than it was Kota uh, imitates Nakamura but misses the knee to face Zack has a roll-up false finish, which is really good. Thought the match was ending there. Um, then Abushi reverses Zack Sabre Jr.'s hold with a knee to face and then finishes with the Kamagoya. Uh, Naito comes out and uh, teases. And I guess they said he was teasing for someone to come out and challenge for the bout, and it was actually him. I don't know. The moment was weird. Anyway, it led to the next night. Uh, we have the show starting off with... Uh, the announcement that Naito's matches or the Naito Abushi uh, Naito and Abushi are going to get matched up for the rest of the Road Two shows. Um, so yeah, I mean I like this matchup. I'm excited for this this title shot, and I can't wait to see what these two guys put on for the rest of the tour um, and what it concludes to and takes ahead at. Um, I'm going to take another break here. I got some shit I got to do. And then I'll be back with uh, the next two nights. Next up is night 422. Alrighty, guys. Uh, I'm back. And I have the 422. New Japan results slash review slash whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, a bit of a, a bit of a dilemma here. Uh, I have seventeen percent battery, and I need to finish this entire podcast with that remaining battery. So we're gonna we're gonna get a little quick here, a little, little powerhouse and through these. Um, let's see. First match we have 
Kojima, Nagata, and Hamna versus Ren Narita, uh, Suji, and Yamura. During this first match, they let people in on the fact that Naito challenged for the IC belt and Ibushi asked to be opposite of Naito for the rest of this tour. Um, so, as I was just saying before I took the break there, uh, we are getting a lot of Naito and Ibushi challengings going on. Um, probably, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll say what I have to say until Dave comes back and me and can discuss it. Um, Yukisuji had Kojima, Suji, yeah, Yoda, Yoda, Suji, uh, Yoda, Suji had Kojima in a Boston Crab and Hamna starts to go for the Kakeshi and Suji breaks his crab to spear Hanma. That was uh, a great display of ring awareness of from one wrestler to another there. Uh, you you want to be aware of all your opponents when you're in there or at least display that you are because obviously it is all fictional. These are fictional characters. Uh, Kojima finishes with a clothesline to pick up the win. I'll drink to that. All right. Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, Shota Umino versus Suzuki Yoon members Minoru Suzuki, El Desperado, and Yush- uh, Yoshinobu Kanamaru. Uh, Suzuki and Liger working each other very early in this match. As I've said previously, this is a, a, a feud I'm really getting behind. Um, and this is going to, uh, yeah, this is this is going to be uh, probably, yeah, Jushin. Uh, this is Jushin's last feud, I guess. So um, that's, that's what he's ending with. Uh, mainly one-sided working by, uh, by Suzuki and uh, Liger because Liger's just taking beating the whole time. Uh, Despy tries uh, tried again to remove Liger's mask. Uh, I'm starting to wonder if this is gonna end up like being the end of Jushin Thunder Liger is Desperado removing the mask. Uh, Suzuki kills Umino for the win. He just kills him. He's fucking dead. Uh, Yoshihashi, Rocky Romero, and Toa Hanare versus Suzuki Goon members Zack Sabre Jr., Taichi, and Taka Michinoku. Uh, Rocky almost goes three for three on her Karanas against uh, all three Suzuki Goon members, but Zack stops him short. Um, so uh, we might see Rocky pick up all three maybe going forward. It'd be nice if this, they're just teasing this for this to end up being a thing that Rocky ends up doing successfully later on. Uh, Hanare gets a big suplex on Taichi and his team re- uh, rallies behind him for Lariats in the corner. Uh, match finishes with Suzuki Yoon having three submissions going on at once. All three uh, members are locking up all three of their uh, opponents at the same time. Uh, Taichi gets the tap out on Hanare. Next up, we got Kazuchika Okada, Koda Abushi, and Tomohiro, oh, Tomohiro Ishii, Sho, and Yo versus Los Ingobernables de Japón members 
Tetsu Naito, Evil, Sonata, Shingo, Takagi, and Bushi. Bushi. Uh, a few small feuds going on. Uh, a, yeah, a few small feuds going on here. Like you got the Evil Ishi feud, um, the Rapungi 3K versus Shingo and Bushi feud going on. Bushi and uh, uh, Naito. And then Sonata, Okada. I mean, you could build an entire card just out of the feuds in this match alone. Uh, a lot to anticipate going forward with uh, all of these guys here. So, uh, yeah. Show gets locked up in a paradise lock. And I've just realized how self-aware Kelly... Uh, uh, it, how, how self-aware Kelly is of... Uh, <clears throat> how ridiculous this move is sorry um i mean some people like it i'm not like a huge fan of it but like i get it i get that there are people who like this move um this paradise lock and uh i mean i'm not complaining about it but i do enjoy the fact that kevin kelly is uh being a bit of a smart ass Whenever he, he, he talks about this move, saying that like Rocky's calling for this move to be banned because Rocky had it done on him one time. Um, obviously, it is not the greatest wrestling move, but it is uh, something that it's weird. Something that uh, people do seem to like. So I do appreciate Kevin Kelly. Noting, kind of, I don't, I don't know if he's being a smartass towards the people who don't like it, or I don't even know if he's being a smartass at all, and he just likes to go along with it for fun. I don't know. It, it could be a, a various number of things, but uh, regardless, I enjoy the comment nonetheless. Abushi and Knight, I, I just got hung up on something stupid for way too long. That was dumb. This is, this is what happened when Dave's not here. Uh, Abushi and Naito gets get hot tags at the same time. And oh, even my tablet that I'm using for notes is about to die. This is this is not a good this is not good for me. All right, let's let's power through this. Uh, Abushi and Naito get hot tags at the same time. That gets a big pop. Um, Okada uses a drop kick to set up for a rainmaker, but it ends up getting reversed. Um, you got a falcon arrow by Yo, but none of his teammates seem to be doing anything. Uh, to about the mob of LIJ people who come in to break up the pin. Like, literally everyone on his team are just, they just stand there and watch this happen. Like, someone do something. Um, maybe they're too excited by his falcon arrow, I guess. I don't know. Uh, after a shit ton of stuff happening between just about everyone out there, it eventually leads to Sonata locking in the skull's end on Yo for the win. So LIJ picks up the W here. Next up, we got Juice Robinson and Mikey Nichols versus Bullet Club members Chase Owen and Bad Luck Fale. I will carry on now. All right. I'm not... I'm noticing that there is a Lifeblood logo... On Juice's pants, I really like seeing whenever faction logos carry uh, carry between brands. Uh, it it it's 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 really good for spreading the awareness of your brand. Like like Bullet Club 
uh, whenever they originally got started. I assume that a big part of them spreading that that brand name is the guys coming over to ROH, and you get <coughs> people who are paying attention to ROH. They're now paying attention to Bullet Club, and I mean like, oh, Bullet Club, uh, you got. Prince Devitt doing whatever, or AJ Styles wrestling Kazuchika Okada, and then a, a match that typically they wouldn't care about, but you got these guys in Bullet Club showing up. I don't know. It, it's nice to have the interconnective tissue between the the two companies as far as storylines go, and uh, there really hasn't been much of that since Bullet Club, or not Bullet Club, but the Elite left. You don't have those Bullet Club guys over in Ring of Honor. Mm, Where are we at here? Went off on a bit of a tangent. Chase Chase does a lot in this match to establish himself deeper as a heel. I do think that Chase has kind of had this likable heel characteristic that he's trying to shed. Um, He was kind of in my opinion, closer associated to those elite characters than he was the the uh, OG Bullet Club members. But I've I only started watching back. I mean, like a year ago now. Um, fuck, losing my train of thought. This is what happens when you record at five a.m. As I've I've bitched about numerous times this week. Um, <coughs> Yeah, but but I think he's trying to to make it more obvious that he's a, a heel and he has this classic heel uh, vibe going on about him that even the commentary like like to bring up. Um, but yeah, in this match you get stuff like him rubbing Juice's face against the rope to to burn his face, or the faking getting his hair pulled to get the ref distracted and whatnot, or mocking Juice's punches. There's there's a lot of great heel stuff. Uh, heel character work here by Chase throughout this match and I really really do enjoy it and want to see him keep doing this uh, I think he's uh, yeah. uh, a, there's a display of good teamwork between Juice and Mikey uh, whenever they're taking turns hitting, hitting big moves um, and then they hit some moves at the same time as well um, ultimately Chase and Fale are too much for them to handle, and Chase finishes with a package pile driver. All right, we got what? Two more matches left? Yeah, two more matches. Um, it, this one's for the Never Open Weight Six Man Tag Team Championship. All right, so in this match, we got Togi Makabe, Toro. Toru Yano and Rizuki Taguchi. Those are your reigning champions, and then the challengers are Bullet Club members Tamatanga, Tongaloa, and Hikaleo. So far, um, early on in the match, uh, you get what you expect. You got Yano removing the pad, Jado, Jado working the, the kendo stick from the outside. Um, then we got Loa hitting two suplexes and a falcon arrow. Um, then there's like a tag team move that happens where there's two guys doing a move at the same time to the same person, but for some reason Red Shoes didn't count this, and I, I mean, I don't understand why. I've seen face character, face tag teams do this before, where they just perform a tag team move at the same time, 
and they'll still count the pin. Uh, I, I don't get it. I don't. Red shoes is very kind of. I have my opinions about red shoes. He, he's he's uh, he's all over the place. He's a nut. He's a nut. That's what he is. He's a nut. Um, Tomatonga gets hit by Jotto by accident. Uh, Loa tries to clean up for by himself, uh, but is unsuccessful. Uh, Hikaleo comes in and also has a brief moment to shine, but then he gets set up on the ropes for like a six-one-nine type position, and then Yano ends up giving him the six-one steel chair. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I made up this name when when putting in the notes or if the commentator said it, but I think it's fucking stupid. I want to put it past myself to put something stupid like that in there. Uh, title is retained by the six-man tag team orgy champions. After the match, we got Tama expressing some disinterest on Jado. Uh, he even continues on to do it on Twitter. Um, so if you're following them on Twitter, Tama Tonga is a great follow on Twitter. If you are someone who likes New Japan Wrestling, I, I think he's one of the top follows to uh, be looking at. Um, lastly, for this night, we have Haruki Goto and Dragon Lee versus Bullet Club members Jay White and Taji Ishimori. Dragon Lee, not a lot goes on in this, but it was a fun match to watch. Uh, Dragon Lee's mask is, isn't super cool. It kind of, I don't know, it's kind of whatever, but it, it, it reminds me of... I guess just because he's a luchador, so whatever. Uh, it reminds me of Ray Mysterio's mask that he had in in uh, whenever he came over to do some New Japan. I mean, I'm not saying it looks like it, but it, it just it just reminds me of how he had this special New Japan mask whenever he came over uh, just for these shows, and that's what Dragon Lee has. There's has the New Japan logo and all that jazz. Um, so it's, he got it specifically made for when he wrestles over here. So that was cool. Um, let's see. I- Ishimori tries to take off this mask. Um, he's unsuccessful in doing so. Dragon Lee, is, <coughs> Dragon Lee. I have notes here that he is just a, a really fun character to watch, and it really makes me wish that we're, there was a, a a lucha show with like some good in- English commentary. I know you got CMLL. But uh, I don't. Last I checked, there was no English commentary on it. I could be wrong, but they could have changed that. Um, if you know where I can watch it with English commentary, please hook me up. Um, yeah, and then what was there? Lucha Underground, which is that's in the shitter right now. So that's that's a whole. You could have a whole podcast about what what the future of Lucha Underground looks like right now. Uh, what was I watching? Something I was watching had a lot of luchadors on it. Is it Impact? Is it Impact or MLW? They both had the, the, the Lucha Brothers on it, though, so... I mean... Yeah. I mean, these Lucha people are getting around. You got Bandito in Ring of Honor. You got the Lucha Brothers doing MLW shows. You got... Um, Fuck, who was in Impact? There's someone in Impact besides the Lucha Brothers. Maybe I'm wrong. That might be wrong. Don't quote me on it. 
Um, yeah, but to uh, finish up here, you got some finishers being exchanged and teases at the end that end up leading to Jay White performing a low blow thanks to a Gato distraction uh, on the ref and uh, the win picked up by Jay White after performing a Blade Runner. So yeah, that's your that's your night two or your April twenty second show, whatever you want to call it, of uh, Road to Wrestling Dantaku. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and finish for the night here. I'm gonna pick up the recording in the morning, and as soon as I get it done, I will get it out there to you guys. But I mean, I don't know what I'm telling you because the by the time this gets to you, you're already going to have it. So me telling you that it's coming soon really means just about jack shit. Well, all right, guys. Um, I guess I will talk to you in the morning. Hey, guys. Uh, I am back. For you guys, it has been zero time for me. It's been about half a day. It's been about hmm, a little less than 12 hours. Um, I think we're going to move on tonight. Well, the April 23rd show, that is what we are on right now. Um, I'm kind of on, uh, on the move here, so I am not at home, but I am... Using some free time in between some of my daily chores here to finish up. Alright, let's see. Our first match is we have Hanare, Kojima, and Nagata against a just a flock of young lions. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Yuji of the young lions... Team, yeah, usually the Young Lions team uh, goes after Kojima uh, before the bell even rings. Some pretty daring stuff there by Young Lion. Um, he'll regret that soon because afterwards, um, he a little bit into the match, we get some machine gun chops being performed on him by uh, by Kojima. Umino delivers a vertical suplex to Nagata. Normally, I wouldn't cover that, but with the young lions, it was a uh, it was, it was a, a good suplex for a bunch of young lions. Um, they don't really have a large move set, as you guys know, and uh, whenever they pull out, they, these are these are the big moves for them. Um, Umino hits a big bat, a big drop kick on Hanare, giving Iomura. Uh, an opportunity to pin, but Hanare kicks. Hanare finishes with a vertical suplex and a rock bottom. Uh, the I uh, can't pronounce, I can't think of the other name for it. The, uh, oh, what is that? All right, I'll move on. I won't dwell. Um, but in the suplex, Yomura, are, like, when he's up there in the vertical position for the suplex, his back is like really arching, which I can't imagine is good to be doing. Um, I, I can imagine you could fuck up your back pretty badly doing, uh, not holding a straight position up there. Um, next up we have Suzuki, Desperado, and Kanemaru versus Jushin, Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, 
and Ren Narita. Um, I just had a feeling, call it a hunch, that Ren Narita is taking the pin here. So let's get in this. Suzuki jams a pen into the mask of uh, Jushin Thunder Liger whenever they're doing some outside of the ring scuffling. Uh, Suzuki has Liger in a scorpion leg lock to the point where Liger sells by reaching out to grab the ref's shirt in pain. Like he, he's pulling the ref in, like he's shaking him. He, he's in so much pain, which really made it look uh, a lot more believable. Kanemaru misses misses a, a boot to the face of Liger, and uh, Liger rebuts with a. Shaita, wait, Shote, uh, I need, it's, whew, whew, this is rough stuff here, um, a Shote, um, Desperado goes for a spear on Tiger Mask, but, uh, leapfrogs him, sending him flying through the ropes, Red Narita gets, a, 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 and this is what happens when I don't look at my notes, um, Red Narita gets, so, alright, tag in, and he's probably about to get fucked up. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that meant. Uh, he almost pulls off a, a bridge pin, but Desperado ends up kicking out. The, we all know Ren Narita is, it's kind of like his, his signature finish is that bridge pin. Uh, Desperado does a, his finisher, the uh, El Pinche Loco. To get the pin on Narita. Next up, we got Zack Saber Jr., Taichi, and Taka versus Hamna, Rocky, and Yoshihashi. Zack works the known to be injured left arm of Yoshihashi. It's uh, that big injury he was coming back from. Uh, everyone eventually taking turns working this arm throughout the match. Uh, Hamna comes in and gets his head, uh, gets a head of steam where he's he's all fired up and ready to go, but. You know what happens? He's about to do his Kokeshi, and guess what happens? He fucking misses. He misses the Kokeshi. Um, he's been pretty good with hitting them lately, and I think commentary even brought this up, that he, he, he's been hitting them a lot lately, but this time he uh, not so not so successful. Um, as I mentioned in the last, uh, last, last night's match, Rocky gets uh, teased the... Hurricanrana trifecta, and uh, he pulls it off here. He got all three Hurricanranas, so good for him. Some good storytelling there. Um, Taichi's buzzsaw kick to Rocky lays him out, but the pin gets broken up. Taichi goes to perform a powerbomb, but the kick king of sneaky style shifts his momentum to put Taichi down on the mat, and almost steals a pinch. A pin. Why did I say pinch? It's not even there. Making up things. Um, everyone in the ring is in submissions, and Rocky has no choice but to tap out. Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, that was that match. Let me see how many more we got here. We got one, two, three, four matches left. Four matches left. Uh, take a small break here. I'll be right back. Alright, we're back here. We are back. Gotta get some uh, some nutrition in there. Alright, next up we got 
G.O.D., Chase Owens, and Bad Luck Fale versus Juice, Mikey Nichols, Makabe, and Biano. Um, Tama blows off Jada's too sweet during the entrance. Uh, also tries to take Jada's stick away before they even start. That way, Jada can't fuck up this time. <clears throat> Jada hits every person on the other side of the uh, of of the ring, and Tama gives Jado a hug. So it was all it was all just a fucking work by ooh, Tama and. Uh, Tama and Jado here to let them get close enough to fuck them all up to start the match with. Got a bit of a, a Rick syndrome going on here. <coughs> Morty. Um, let's see. Funny stuff here. Uh, BC dominant at the beginning of this match. Uh, keeping Makabe on their side of the ring for a good majority of the time. Uh, Mikey and Juice get tagged in at the same time, I guess. Technically, it was Juice, but they both came in for some reason. Uh, some good tag team offense, though, by Juice and Mikey. Leads to a left-handed god from Juice, followed by a Mikey powerbomb, putting Chase Owens away. So, uh, yeah, so there we go. There's that. There it goes. There it goes, and it's gone. Up next, we got Dragon Lee, Goto, Taguchi versus Ishimori, Switchblade, and Hikaleo. Goto is mad. Uh, Goto gets worked up in this uh, here. Um, he's he's not not a big fan of the Bullet Club. Uh, they have Taguchi trying to calm him down, and he's just blatantly ignoring Taguchi, and he's flying off the rails. He's 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 throwing too many kicks. He's he's continuing to to throw strikes even after the, the ref's telling him to stop. Uh, he's a little pissed off. Uh, Ishimori tries to remove Dragon Lee's mask. Uh, towards the end, we have a Blade Runner attempt into a Yushigoroshi, another Yushigoroshi, and then a GTR on Ikaleo to finish the match, and Goto picks up the win. Next up, we got Shingo, Evil, and Naito versus Ibushi, Ishii, and show. I really like what these these uh, these uh, chaos versus Lij matches that they're splitting up Yo and Show and Bushi and and Shingo. That way you're you're not getting the full tag team effect in a match, and you're also seeing a little bit more of what the the guys can do independently from their their tag team partners. So I did like that a lot. Um, yeah, these are their. Here, I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, Shingo runs through show at like 47 miles an hour, just trucks through him uh, like a freight train. It wasn't really like a clothesline, just that uh, like a running shoulder bump. Um, a little later on, a uh, A little later on, uh, Bushi hits two members of Lij with a double Pele kick. Um, that was pretty cool. It was like a backflip and. Got them both in, two people in the head with two different legs. That was uh, different. It was different and impressive as well. Naito hits a top rope hurricanrana on Sho. Sho gets a chance to put Naito away, but Shingo comes in and they team up on Sho. Uh, pumping, po- uh, pumping Bomber and a Destino do the deed. This match is like, like I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I... I 
I'm not even gonna read that metaphor because it sounds fucking dumb. I don't know why I said that. I'm dumb. Sounds stupid. Maybe I'll tell David. Maybe we'll ignore it because I don't think Dave's gonna listen to this. So, moving on. Uh, Okada and Yo versus Bushi and Sonata. Uh, I really like seeing, yeah, a, a reiteration of what I said earlier. I really like seeing Yo and Sho working apart from one another. Um, really the, helping display their, their solo work. Okada gets put into the Paradise Lock. What a feat. What a feat. Who would have think that he could, Sonata could put the, the, the champ into the Paradise Lock? Unbelievable. Um, Bushi hits Yo with a dive between the ropes to the outside. Yo hits LIJ with a running cannonball from the bleachers to the the entrance path. I guess a, a handful of them got taken out. Uh, Yo gets thrown out out of the ring, but rebounds between the ropes and gets Bushi off guard with a super kick. Sets up Okada with a Cobra Club. This leads to a setup with a Cobra. This leads to. Uh, Okada being set up uh, to do a Cobra Clutch and a Rainmaker for a win. That's the that's the that's the match there. That's the night we are done with this night. I am uh, gonna take another pause break and we'll be right back at you with the 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 final night of this review, which will be April twenty fourth. Alright, we're finally going to wrap this up here. Um, This is the... I probably said it at the end of the last recording, but here it is again, the April 24th uh, Road to Dantaku show. Um, Let's see. So, this is the third day in a row that I was watching New Japan. Um, It's... it's, uh, I'm not going to lie, it's a little exhausting. They're what three and a half hour shows. It's like if you told me I had to watch Raw. I mean, granted, the product's a lot better than watching Raw, but if you you tell me I had to watch Raw three nights in a row, it'd still be it'd be rough. <laughs> I like I don't have that much. Not not many people have three hours to set aside three consecutive nights. I mean, maybe they do, but I don't. I do not. Um, Let's see. So, uh, it was nice finally getting caught up and being able to get back to watching some stupid shit on Netflix or whatever. Um, but yeah, here here's the April 24th show. First match, we got Kujima, Umino, and Narita versus Nagata and two other young lions. Um, Suji, Suji was one of the other uh, young lions. Uh, Suji catches Kujima off guard and knocks him off the apron early on in the match. At this point, the feuds between the uh, the feud between the two have been been brewing. So hopefully, uh, the Suji and uh, Kujima get a get a singles match. I'd like to see uh, some of the young lions get put in the spotlight there in, in a nice singles match. Um, Taichi. Zack Sabre Jr. and Taka are up next, going up against Yoshihashi, Rocky, and Hamana. Um, 
Rocky and Hamna hitting the double Kakeshi again. Uh, towards the end of uh, end, Rocky get, gets two really good false finishes, one being a backslide and the other being the Gato Clutch. Um, finishes up with Rocky getting the last ride by Taichi and Suzuki wins. Suzuki, yeah, Suzuki Goon wins. Um, next up, we got Suzuki, Kan- uh, Kanamaru, and Desper- Desperado versus Jushin Thunder Liger, Tiger Mask, and uh, Taguchi. Um, so they mentioned that Liger, they, they wanted to put Liger in a main event, but Liger did not want to take that spotlight away from some other for some some from some of the other guys who are putting in a lot of hard work he didn't want his uh just because he's retiring to uh be be uh how do i say this to be uh um to, to, to take take the shiny away from other guys um yeah, so he requested not to be in the main event of any of the these shows, even for his retirement. Um, at least that's what the announcers say. Jushin Thunder Liger doesn't deserve to get beat on the way Suzuki Minoru Suzuki beat on him during this match. Uh, he definitely got uh, roughed up, uh, took a, a lot of bumps, a lot of a lot of rough shots by uh, Minoru, old man Suzuki here. Throughout the match, you have the announcement team really building on the legacies behind both the both uh, Minoru Suzuki and Jushin Thunder Liger, adding a lot of importance to the the feud that's going on between the two. Um, I, I really like that it, it added to me already being excited for that that match. Um, we get a Tiger Driver hit by Tiger Mask. Uh, but the ref was not there to, to count it, so the pin went uncounted here. Um, crazy finish here. Kanamaru hits Tiger Mask with the mist, and Desperado rips off his mask. Uh, the ref is distracted, so he sees none of this. Uh, he is rolled up for a pin with no mask on, and the ref counts because he had no idea that he didn't even have a mask on. He just saw some guy getting pinned and was like, all right, time to count. Um, and as it's going on, like, what if the, like, this is why I love New Japan. Uh, I could never see WWE doing something like this where, where a masked wrestler is getting demasked and, and pinned without the ref even having knowledge of it. Like, it, it's just, a, uh, it's different. It's not... It's not uh, the same old bull crap that I see every week when I watch Raw. Um, so this was really cool. Um, afterwards, Liger calls uh, calls up Suzuki back to the ring uh, to to uh, they, they just did some 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 things some not so nice things to each other I guess. Um, they go at it a little bit in the ring, but then uh, Liger's team teammates uh break it up i know what's gonna happen to suzuki again when Minoru suzuki retires all this retirement talk got me thinking who takes over is it taichi is it zack saber jr 
I mean, with the way things have been going for Zach Sabre Jr., I'd say he'd, he'd be the best route. But uh, there he got that, that strong, uh, what's that word? Gaijin? Gaijin uh, faction with Bullet Club. So, I mean, you don't want to have two Bullet Clubs. But, uh, I don't know, maybe he can make it work. Maybe he can make it work in where he's not playing the uh, Gaijin, playing to the str- it, 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 not making the Gaijin thing his thing. Um, where you have Jay White, who very much rubs in your face the fact that he is from New Zealand and not not a local, local talent. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on though, we got Bad Luck Fale, Chase Owens, and Taji Ishimori versus uh, Juice Robinson, Mikey Nichols, and Dragon Lee. Uh, they they keep doing this Tongan massage sp- parlor spot where the one of the guys gonna up against Bullet Club will get uh, they'd be on the mat over by the ropes and you got Fale and everyone piling on their weight and just standing on their back and I mean that's not that's fine and all but like the ref distractions need to like need to get better like I I can't tell you how stupid I think it is whenever the distraction that's taking place is the, uh, the, the guy's own teammate like why is the ref standing there arguing with his teammate it's dumb Pay attention. Pay attention to the guys who are tagged in. It's it's I don't know. It's stupid to me. Like what what type of conversation are you having with the guy who the, the, the face teammates that like like hey turn around he's getting beat up I can't I'm yelling with you right now like wh- where's the argument what argument could he be having um I, I think that's stupid. If Dave was here, he'd tell me why I'm wrong. But he's not, so you have to listen to me be wrong. Uh, next up we got... I don't know, I didn't even finish that match. Let's go back to that match. Let's finish up. Let's finish that match, guys. Uh, we have some really good back and forth uh, between Ishimori and Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee gives it all, uh, gives it his all, his all on a lariat, where both guys end up uh, needing to tag out. Um, they, they just end up flat on the mat and just dragging themselves over. Um, a series of moves leads to Mikey giving Chase Owens a spine buster. Mikey able to get off a Mikey bomb and takes the win for their team. Um, this, uh, this was a, a good way to get Mikey over with, uh, being, him being new and all that. Next up, we have G.O.D., Hikaleo, and Jay White going up against Goto, Yano, Makabe, and Hanare. Hanare gets the business from the Tongans, but eventually makes uh, a tag out to Goto, and Goto comes in to clean things up. Um, we all know Goto's had a lot of built-up rage uh, in these matches. I guess he just fucking hates Jay White. I mean, who doesn't? I don't, but... Jay White steps back. Uh, back in for a Uranagi. Uh, that's the name I was trying to remember earlier. Uranagi. Uh, Jado comes up with uh, to distract the ref, but Yano takes advantage of this instead of uh, instead of a Bullet Club member and gets a uh, low blow to Hikaleo and then takes a pin real quick. Oh, and then yeah, Bullet Club loses here. 
I got what two more matches. All right, we're almost done. I'm just done wrapping this up here. Um, Ishii, Ibushi, and Yo versus Evil Naito and Bushi. Um, Evil and Ishii match up early on. These two are just super physical throughout the match. Um, announcers remind us that Ishii still needs a title shot from his G1 victory. <clears throat> Naito distracted by Ibushi on the apron gets an exploder from Ishii. Uh, Ibushi gets a tag in for a big pop and immediately does a springboard drop kick and a free fall on a Naito to the outside of the ring. Then Ibushi hits a standing corkscrew moonsault and Naito in, uh, on Naito in the center of the ring. Uh, just as Naito starts to take the upper hand, Ibushi flips into a German suplex and lands on his feet. They end the sequence with simultaneous insecurities. Um, so that, yeah, that was a really heated part of the match. Uh, Naito going up against Ibushi here. So, I mean, this, this the match that, that this all comes to a head to in is going to be fucking awesome. <sighs> Moving on. Um... Evil comes comes in and does a darkness falls, but Yo kicks on the pin. Bushi and Naito team up team up, eh, team up on Evil's uh, on e- wait team up and Evil clotheslines Yo. Yo kicks again. Um, really good false finish there. Now there's a really good camera angle of Naito in the scorpion leg lock, and it's good because you, it's great. It's great actually because you can see Naito in the background. Uh, holding back Ibushi, um, one, one reason this is great, it's just awesome imagery, second reason this is great, is it, it, it covers the reason, it, it, like, you see guys get held back all the time from breaking up a pin, but whenever you kind of have that, um, in shot, it helps the viewer, obviously, understand, uh, (coughs) understand, uh, why the pin's not being broken up. Um, there is something, I don't want to say it's bad, maybe I'm just noticing more than other people, um, but whenever you get those really good shots of guys being held back like that, um, you, you it became a pattern, or it's becoming a pattern, that, that's generally the shot that ends the match. Um, so as soon as I, I'm seeing New Japan be like, hey look, see they can't get to the pin, so he's not going to be able to break up the pin. Um, it leads my brain to concluding that the match is over. And, and that kind of happened here. I saw that and I was like, oh, this is it. This is the end here. Now, they could play that to their advantage going forward and just have the guy throw up his shoulder. And, well, yeah, that's all there is to that. So maybe it is a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing because then you got me going down one path with it and then you can swerve me the next the next minute um finally we got Shingo and Sonata versus Sho and Okada uh Shingo and Sonata take turns body slamming Sho at the beginning of the match one tags in body slam tags out body slam tags back in body slam um Okada once again gets put into the paradise lock tonight well this night Sho and Shingo exchange some crazy strong lariats um Crazy strong. That's that's a uh, yeah. Show pins Shingo, but he breaks it. Good false finish. Well, I wouldn't say good false finish, but okay false finish. Uh, 
Show gives everything on a bridge suplex with a really good false finish. Shock arrow broken up by a pumping bomber, but before Shingo gets it off, Show hits him with a lariat. Okada comes in and hits Sonata with a drop kick. <clears throat> Okada was setting up for Sh- for Show to do a shock arrow again, but uh, it gets reversed into a skull's end. Okada has to come in and break it up. Rainmaker. We got a Rainmaker coming up. Rainmaker alert. Rainmaker gets reversed, though, into a uh, springboard dropkick. Um, yeah, he just kind of lets go while that Rainmaker's coming and, and follows through when getting pulled in for the Rainmaker. Um, and then keeps running at the rope and does that springboard dropkick coming back. Um, Sonata does a tombstone on show, followed by a skull's end show is then forced to tap out so that's all we got so far in the new japan pro wrestling road to duntaku tour uh next time you hear from me i'm gonna have mm, next time you hear from me is probably gonna be on Monday, tuesday tuesday ooh, tuesday you'll be getting my ring of honor and ring of honor and mlw show uh, Ring of Fusion. Um, that's going to be the second episode. I'll be talking about obviously Ring of Honor and MLW and their TV shows that air on Monday. Um, so I'll have a show up for you the day after, hopefully. Um, and then probably after that is when we'll have our next New Japan map or New Japan coverage. Um, then don't forget to also be in the lookout later on next week for the. Uh, next impact show which is our my my nxt and impact reviews recap show um and if you haven't heard you can go back and listen to last week now the thing is with that impact show all right i i i I watched legally and the only way for me to watch legally is on gwn and if you are watching impact on gwn you know that the new episodes do not air until tuesday so if you're someone who watches on pursuit or on twitch uh i am i think five days behind you guys no four days behind you guys um because that airs on friday nights and then i'm not getting the show on gwn until tuesday not a big fan of how how impact has that set up but uh i gotta do what i gotta do to watch it I'm i'm not available to watch on friday's nights it's just it's just how it is um but, yeah, I think that's it. Be sure to follow on Twitter at BreakRoomBS1. Follow on Instagram at BreakRoomBS. And next time you hear from me, like I said, you'll, you'll we'll, we'll thankfully have Dave back, that piece of shit. How dare he leave us? Um, all right, well, see you guys around.